now, say now. You're tuned in to the Wake Up and Win podcast, and I am your host, Devon Pouncey. We are here in the city of Portland, Momentum Studios. We got nothing to talk about today. Oh, yeah, we do. We got plenty to talk about. I know. We always got something to talk about. But it will be a lighter day here on the podcast because uh, nothing serious to talk about. We have no podcast coming next week. I guess Thanksgiving. That's not a wind share. So, no, we have not started wind shares yet. We have no podcast next week. It's Thanksgiving holiday. I'll be busy anyway. I'll be at the PK tournament that whole weekend. And I DJ Friday and Saturday night that weekend as well. But um, we've been talking about heavy shit the last however many weeks. And I'm okay with taking it on a little lighter side of things today. Let's talk yeah, a little I mean, bit of music, Grammy noms. We'll talk basketball, I guess. Blazers. Sure. Top of the West, let's go. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing today, Spencer? What no, are we doing? Know, man, dude, it's all good, bro, because I was thinking about it. If we don't do the podcast next week, yes. then we'll be basically, it'll line up essentially where the last or the first podcast of the next year will be episode 200. You've yes. been doing this show for almost 200 episodes. I've been on a major chunk of it, and I've been there since the beginning. I yes. mean, 200 episodes, that's a lot. It's a lot, dog. It's a lot of it's documentation lot. right That's there. a lot. Top of the year, we coming in 200, 200 or better. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to change the podcast name from Wake Up and Win to 200 or better. Starting t- start in 2023, 200 or better. And obviously, <laughs> obviously, esoteric. Or we could just speaking. call it the nickname. Obviously, the nickname is 200 or better. We're trying to get you, you know, wake up and win in an esoteric sense, but also like... We're just keep. We're just gonna keep going. Yeah, it's not talk. gonna stop. Yeah, if you, if you can't tell by now, after episode, if you can't tell by episode. now, it's not stopping. It's yeah. not stopping at all. But we'll get into some win shares. First off, let me say, Spencer and I have eight games to broadcast in the next forty-eight hours. Yeah, something. Yeah, fifty-six. Fifty-six. Or you get what it, you catch my drift. <laughs> yeah. Today, tonight, we're recording a podcast. The next two days. We'll be doing four games apiece at Pacific University for the Ken Schumann Classic. Yeah. And we'll be on the broadcast, obviously. And I don't know who's playing. And I'm not getting ready to sit here and tell y'all who's playing because I haven't even looked at the slate of games. I have not began to study for these games. My night will consist of that tonight, but I haven't done it yet. And quite frankly, I've been dreading doing it, not from the sense that I don't love what I do, but just from the sense that we got to call two, four, six, eight p.m. tip-offs for the next couple of days, yeah. and it will be a great time, not complaining at all. But uh, I've had other shit to do, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah, I just got off the just, call last night over at Portland State, right? And they absolutely walloped the Gooey Ducks, and that's yes, beside the point for sure. But. Uh, yeah, it, dude, it's tough, man, because everything is just one right after the other. Yeah. Like, even having these headphones on right now, I'm like, oh, yeah, the podcast. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> we got to do, do this. Do that. We got to get do it that. done. And so, but it will be cool, though. If y'all want to tune in and listen to us to call four games for the next two nights for a bunch of random teams, go to GoBoxers.com. Well, the boxers are going to play as well, both The boxers do play both so nights. So that we know. 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. The women's play at 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday. The men play at 8 p.m. Friday and Saturday. And to be fair to them, they're getting busy right now, both of them. We knew the women were going to get busy coming into the year. Mm -hmm. A lot of what we expected is what we're seeing. They've had some squeakers where you know, I feel like I hope that I just, you know, continued trend of success. It really is setting the bar. Undefeated, though. Absolutely. To be fair. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Hey, I'm not taking away. Yeah. Riley Kovalov might mess around and be MVP. 
Yeah. So let's just say what it is right now. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you got to go to GoBoxers.com and check out these calls because it's bonkers. These yeah. games are sick. Yeah, Pacific University women's basketball program. I've said all year long leading up to college hoop season that I believe of the three teams that I call games for, obviously Portland State men's basketball as the analyst and Pacific men's and women's basketball as the vo- uh, men's and women's basketball as the voice the Pacific women's program is the one I have the highest of expectations of coming into this season. So far, they lived up to it. Undefeated, haven't lost a game, 3-0. and And quite frankly, they got the most experience coming back from a program that right. was already doing the best of at least the three that I call and cover. And so I, I'm I'm expecting nothing less than championship expectations for them. Now, for, that, for you to say yeah. what you did mention – They've pulled out some tight ones. They so have far. not been just running teams out of the gym. Well, they're gelling a new addition to the roster that's supposed to be an integral piece. Yeah. When, you know, they're fully functioning, I think. Yeah. Uh, that That's what I think uh, Coach Parker's intent is there. But also, you know, it's the early in the season. It's early in the season. Conference te- you don't really settle into how it's going to be, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. So they're but they're ready. And and and, the and, man, and you know with the college basketball experience that I have like there are three seasons to college basketball season. There is the preseason, there is conference play which is a completely different season. Right. And then there's the postseason the obviously if where it's do there. or die if you get there. I've been fortunate to be able to get there during my JC years. So with that said, those three seasons are drastically different. They're drastically different. Obviously, in the preseason, everybody's getting their feet under them. Um, you know, nobody's injured yet. Nobody's hurt yet. Right. You know, you have um, nobody's jailed yet. Teams aren't jailed. And quite frankly, you aren't playing against the teams that are absolutely familiar with you with what you do because you've been playing against these teams two to three times a year for the last however many years. And that ain't stopping no time soon unless the team is leaving the conference. And so – Conference play, to me, is the toughest part of the season. So this is the time that you want to jail because it's a grind. Conference play, to me, is tougher than the postseason even. The Mm. postseason obviously has greater implications because a lot of that becomes do or die. You get in the bracket play. It's a win-or-go-home aspect. But as far as the stiffness of the competition, conference Conference play play is tough and every game matters a lot every because game you don't have a lot of games to stack into your record so exactly like, every game holds so, so much tension. weight every game holds so much weight again you know exactly what the other team's gonna do and the opposing team knows exactly what you're gonna do because again these coaches especially if you got long tenure coaches that have been coaching at the same place for a long time running the same system regardless of how successful they are those teams within that conference that are familiar with you can beat you on a given night just because they know everything you're going to do so if your shots aren't falling and you're not controlling what you can control to go out there and win the ball game it's a good chance you lose i don't care if you're the first place team playing against the last there's a chance you right. lose on a random Tuesday anybody night, a random it. Saturday morning. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it, anybody can get it. So I'm excited to see what they are going to endure and having all the returners that they do have. I think they will still be atop the conference. Pacific men look good. They got squad. I mean, they got a deep selection of players to choose from. Yeah. I'll say that. And they got that guy. Truman Young. I mean, I tell Sniper. you, that kid. Sniper game. He's already basically saved us 
in multiple and, and not just on the offensive end, on the defensive end too. Yeah. That, their entire team defensively is, is bought in. They are body sacrificing in. their body. Yes. Tough as nails. Yes. It's fun basketball to watch. Yeah, for sure. High, high, a lot of possessions, a lot of scoring. Yeah. Um, you know, it can look a little bit out of whack sometimes, but you you like to see a game where the score is being ran up and you know it's gonna be a hundred plus points put up pretty much every game in and one form or another. And kids can shoot. And kids can shoot. It's this team, it's and just, that's what I think the men's program has lacked. Um, under Coach Lunt's stint so far as as head coach at Pacific University, this is the first year where I'm confident he's going to have three to four shooters on the floor at all times. Yeah, and and I don't think he's had the comfort of being able to to do that in the past. And this is the year where I think he has that luxury, and that's gonna go a long way again when you have so many possessions that are being added in comparison to maybe any other game because nobody else is playing that style of play. Mm. Very few are playing that style of play, I should say. And you got guys that can snipe and run it up just real fast at yeah. any given moment of the game. Like, you have a 40-minute time span where you know I've got reliable shooters on this team where we can go on a streak of just splash, 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 splash at any point in time during this 40 minutes and it's a good boost. It's kind of like a booster. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, what's going on in the game at the point of that run matters too, whether you're up a few and that puts you up a bunch yeah. or you're down a bunch and that brings you but back you know, into the game right. and then you run out of flame and, you you know, I've and seen it all in I've that been, regard. I know what I'm saying. And it's like you don't have dunks as much, so you need the threes to fall because yeah. yeah. that's the only way you're going to get people in this game. Right, Especially right. when it goes dud. In like early in the second quarter or you know second half or yeah, something like that, you're just for like, sure. oh man, this game and that can really just like kill the energy of a game when it's like, oh man, now the crowd's not in here because you're not in a state. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah, have yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can count yeah. the people that are in there, and right. See each one individually and be like, for Damn. sure, for sure, you know, definitely. So it's hard. Yeah. So yeah, and then shout out to Portland State got their first win last night against Evergreen State. The first couple of losses were tough ones against really good teams. They lost to. University of Portland, who who obviously I believe is on an upper trajectory with Shante Leggins as their head coach last year. They shocked a lot of people, um, basically coming from the very bottom of that conference and now being able to make themselves a tough team to play night in and night out in, in that conference. Obviously, you got Gonzaga over there in the conference with them. So the competition is has to elevate for everybody else not named Gonzaga because Gonzaga has essentially become a powerhouse in the college in the landscape of college basketball. Did so, they just lose? Did they? I don't know. I think so. They might have. They might have. Well, they come play Portland State on Thanksgiving night at the PK eighty five. You'll be there to see that. I absolutely will. I okay. absolutely will. All I'll right. be there, and I'll be at plenty of other games. I'm gonna try to go catch some women ga- women's games. Over at UP, I'm 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 watching a lot of basketball that weekend. Yeah, and I'm moving around watching basketball. So, yeah, I'm excited for all of that. No DJing for me this weekend. I am not on the ones and twos this weekend at all, and I miss it, of course. But I ain't mad about it. I could use the weekend off for that. Plus, that next weekend when PK is happening. I basically be going from PK to DJ <laughs> both nights, hey, hey. Friday and Saturday hey. night at least. You know what I mean? I'm hey, PK DJ baby. You know, <laughs> so PK to DJ. so that's what's happening um, around these parts. The Blazers are the best in the West, top of the West, bro. 
Check the record. They're the best in the West. They're, they're, they're one game ahead of the 9-5 and five Phoenix Suns. They're the best in the West right now. Today, as we speak, they're the best in the West. All right, but here's my thing. And, and I'm not going to – this is going to spark probably a lot of controversy, but whatever. But I think that to prove that the, the Portland Trailblazers are the quote-unquote real deal is when they start going to play the teams like the Bucks and the Celtics. Yeah. And, I mean, dare I say it, the Cleveland Cavaliers, maybe. Like, for real, like, the East has top-tier talent in a way that I think we haven't seen out of them. I mean, basically, since before LeBron Yeah, left, yeah, 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 you know yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. That's, those are really the best teams in the league. And then you go over to the West, and you see that Portland is at the top of the West. Yeah. And you're going, huh, what's going on? Well, they got three scorers that are scoring 20 points a game or better. Yeah. To start that off. They're a top 10 defense. They might even be upwards of like sixth best in the league. And I offensively, I'm pretty sure that there's something around 15 to 10, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, on all levels, they're just killing. And they right. have a superstar. Yes. And so are they, is it, a big three in Portland that's doing this or is it a coaching no. or a system thing? What are it we talking about a, here in Portland? On the, it's not a big three. It's not a big three. I'll start there. <laughs> okay. One all-star out of three is not a big three. But, but if they get the, but, is but if, Jeremy Grant playing at an all-star caliber okay, level? Absolutely. Yeah. I think he'll be a so snub he gets or an all-star. I think he'll be a, res, he'll be a either reserve. a snub. I don't even think he'll be a reserve. Well, he'll, I think he'll eventually become a reserve if somebody gets hurt and falls off of an all-star roster. So you think he's going to miss the cut? I think he'll miss the cut. It's hard. Even though for him, like I had somebody ask me the same question the other day. They like, is Jeremy an all-star this year? And I say, I mean, he's producing early. at an all-star caliber level, still but early. I still think he'll be a snub. It's obviously early. Um, and so then they responded and they said something to the extent of like, so you think he's like a CJ? And I said, no, he's not a CJ because for one, CJ never had a chance to be an all-star. It's not enough guard positions in the all-star game. They're more front court positions. So the fact and that remember this is when Russell Westbrook was good. And also remember, <laughs> and also remember how hard it, of a time it was for even the superstar of this team to become to a, a, a perennial all-star. Right. Like only four times. he got four snubbed a lot, like year after. There was a point where year after year ridiculous. we were talking about yeah. Dame not making an All Star game. So it's like yeah. he knows how hard it is to get into that game. Uh -huh. CJ never had a chance if Dame barely had one. But there are also less front court positions that are available. Sure. Then I mean less back court positions. Excuse me, that are available than front court positions. And the fact that Jeremy Grant is a front court player. I think gives him more of a chance than CJ ever had to become an all-star in Portland. Also, again, I do think with that said, if somebody falls off, an injury happens, anything like that, and they end up not playing in an all-star game, I think Jeremy Grant will be a guy who can get slotted into one of those spots on an all-star team this year. And obviously this is an early prediction because we're still early enough in the season that we don't know what's about to happen between now and January when the votes are happening and February when the all-star game happens. But 
I see the vision, <laughs> if nothing else, because I'm going to these games. I've been in the last yeah. four home games. I was about to tell you, I was like, man, you got to, like, take a break because if we almost lost that San Antonio game, I was like, bro, you need to, like, take a break from going. You might be shooting bad luck their way because I, I, I was getting a little nervous. But They lost no, one but, game that I've been at of the four. Me. The doubt? Wait, no. Uh, Memphis. Memphis. They lost and one game. And that was a dogfight. And that was a dogfight. And no Dame. Yeah, so, absolutely. For know, sure. No, no, so, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, look, they're pulling games out. Coming from behind, they don't slip up in the third quarter where they'll just like, I mean, I've seen them drop leads here and there, but basketball is just so fluid now and everything's positionless more so. And so the game of runs thing is more prevalent than ever, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's just for like sure. a constant oscillation, uh, for sure. which just makes it so much fun to watch. Yeah, it, it's, it's a great it's time. It's at a speed and like a... It's been in the last three games now that I think about it. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it's three yeah, games. Yeah, it's three yeah. games. Go ahead. But, it, but still, I mean, I just think... That they are obviously you want like twenty or thirty games and and closer to the All Star break where you go okay I I know what this team's gonna do, but like I said ultimately it's like beat the Boston Celtics beat the Milwaukee Bucks, you know you beat got the teams beat, that beat, are considered beat Miami beat Miami contenders? yeah absolutely because the, uh, I I do think that they can by the way I just want to say that I do think that they can I think Damian Lillard is going to be an all-star guard. Sure. Well, I, mean, I don't know. SGA is going kind of crazy yeah, right Dame, now. Dame will be in there. SGA, Dame is, Dame SGA is, is going crazy, yeah, and size, Steph had 50. Size. And Steph had 50 yeah, and a Dame, loss. But Dame will be in there, especially if the Blazers are number one. How much of a joke would it be for Damian Lillard not to be an all-star if, if the Blazers are the a top, even top three? Because if you're saying Dame ain't going to be in there, you're basically saying nobody from the Blazers will be in there. And that ain't going to happen if they continue to produce at near the level that they're producing right now. It's fe- it feels very precarious right now for some reason. Yeah, I don't be, know why. Be because be our shooting percentages are crazily good as a team, and especially from behind the arc. And yeah. it just feels like, is that going to sustain? Because, I mean, if we start bricking shots, like, I mean, damn, I can't you also count how many how times I've defensively seen. defensively they are. For sure. And that's, and that'll and keep that's you another in reason games. why Jeremy Grant is an all-star that'll keep you caliber in player. Games. That'll keep you in games. But Dame's shooting percentages across the board, especially in the primary three categories, have – I mean, we, it's funny that you say slipped. He's basically just under 50, 40, 90. Here's the thing. But, every, but a bunch of other dudes are. And they won Steph, a bunch of games. It, it, it could be the total opposite if they didn't hit four game winners this season. We could be having we a much different conversation. different conversation. So I exactly. hear you on that. And also, numbers precarious. average out. Numbers balance out. They balance themselves out. Yeah. That part happens. I think the difference this year, though, is the Blazers have never had a two-way guy in the way that Jeremy Grant is a two-way guy. What I mean by that is there are instances where two-way guys can win you basketball games in both the regular season and the postseason. We've seen it happen time and again. You talk about the Paul Georges, the Kawhis, the LeBrons, the KDs, those types of people. Jeremy Grant has he's obviously not on the level of those guys like career wise, but he's inserted himself as one of the elite two way players in the sport of basketball. One of the top maybe 10 two way players in the sport of basketball. If we're just solely talking two way, that doesn't mean he's the best. He's a top 10 player by no means. But I think there's a little bit more stability that comes with that so that when you do slip off, 
you still have far more of an impact on the other end of the floor. Say they stop shooting it well. Say they get into a bit of a slump. It happens. Can't, yeah. They still have a guy who can guard all, they have a guy who can yeah. erupt in Damian Lillard. They have another guy who can guard all five positions to make it tough on the opposing team's best player and still score on the other end. I just think the pieces look a little bit different right now. And I do think amongst even the numbers being spectacular, amongst, you know, luck being on their side a bit with all the game winners they've been able to hit, I think this team has something that it hasn't had maybe ever. <laughs> just in regards to the formula and the stability and the reliability of guys on both sides of the basketball when usually it's either we got we got snipers and we got Dame and CJ and we got guys getting off offensively, but we're also giving it up on the other end. This team is a lot tougher. It's a lot more physical. It's coached by a guy by a guy by the name of Chauncey Billups who's bringing in that Detroit Pistons edge and pedigree that – teaches you defense wins championships and 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 puts more straight of an emphasis up, on that like straight up straight up comes from the school of that like yeah. <laughs> like, like straight up defense. Like, it's, defense. it's defense like everyone says this team that. is different you in know that what I'm regard people i think say bro. that they're like yeah, yeah, yeah defense which no i'm talking about defense even these, I, these guys are, do you see that block damon lillard i was about I mean, to say look on, at the bro. intensity that dame is playing with defensively and the pride i mean i'm sitting right i'm sitting like, 10 feet in shit i'm sitting I'm 10 feet away from him when he's flexing up at the crowd right. after blocking that shot 15 if you will either way yeah I was down there but I'm sit, I'm <laughs> I, I, I'm straight shot to him you know what I'm saying and it's like yeah, that is that is being instilled <laughs> that is being instilled Yo, into them the, by Chauncey Billups so let's give him some credit for what he's been able to do coaching sure. wise and, I, and, I, and then I also by Jeremy Grant who already was that type of a dude he just he just was already that kind of a player, and that's why he sure. has in, er, inserted himself so perfectly Look, with this the, team. I, I see a bright future for this team this season. Well, man. you know, I always say this about the Blazers, and you, I'm pretty sure you know where I'm going with this, but I really do want to see this thing really proof out closer to 30, maybe 40 games before I start to go, okay, cool, now let's raise the level of demand, yeah. especially on the consumer side of things. Uh -huh. And you know what I'm saying? Like, a championship is won from the top down, from the dude that takes the trash out in the stadium all the way up to the president. Yeah. And so, like, and, and, and the fans are a part of that. Absolutely. And so you have to be more rigid in your basketball expectation and convey that rigidity to the team Obviously, in a way that doesn't overstep any like for sure human and moral yeah, and, and personal ethical. boundaries. <laughs> of course, yes. But there is a way to connect there, yeah. and I think that there's if there's any team that's going to be a good conduit for like because there have been spats of you know relationships between fans and and players over these last few years. Like I mean, essentially for a minute now, you know, for some decades even if you want to be specific, that you know. I just believe that there is a way to interact there. You know what I'm saying? That like that can bring that out of, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A, yeah, the a, a fans team are important, of the course. And, Port and Portland has the it. The spirit but, of '77, baby. But we're baby. too soft on the. <laughs> what we're too soft on like ourselves and the team. Like we're just like complacent and like feel like mediocrity is adequate. And I just don't. I'm like, no. We have to like. We have to. If, if this is how good we're playing right now, ten and four, top of the West. 
There's nothing saying that was like, yeah, let's keep doing that. Then. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep winning. For sure. No, you I, have a I, schedule that says you can keep doing this at least till the All-Star break at a pretty high clip before the rubber may meet the road. Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah. And, you know what the I'm saying? The DNA feels there. It feels there. It's got to be there up into the 300 level. Yeah. Where the real goons are at sitting up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Doing God knows what. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. Bleeding and, and from the nose. You, you know me. You know, <laughs> Devon's like, I can't relate. <laughs> Not right now, He's at like, least. I've been there. That's boots hey, on the that's boots on the ground. I, I, P over I, I've here. been there, but man, I've been having fun at these blessing games. I tell you, yeah, I, you know, just it's been cool, man. And people are coming out to check this team out. People are sliding through to Portland. Obviously, you got the Nike and the Nike and Adidas factor, where there's always somebody randomly in Portland because they got business in Portland with two of the the elite sportswear companies. So. You have that dynamic. So, like, this last game, for example, Asia Wilson. I got to meet her. I got to chop it up with her. Nice. And so, just briefly, obviously, it's one, of those, it's one of those things where, like— WNBA champion. WNBA champion. Asia Wilson. Finals, put, put some respect uh, Yeah, on. yeah, just uh, MVP. 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 Yeah. Like, like Asia, Asia Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, I, I got to meet her. And, and again, I don't, you know— you know, the first thing I really wanted to ask her, what do you think about WNBA expansion PDA? No. <laughs> yeah, you want to go your full journal on her right off the bat. Pulls out his pad and pen. Asia, Asia, uh, just a second, please. No, nah, she had no idea I was a journal because I don't present as such. <laughs> yeah, because you I look don't. like... You do look like a DJ. Yeah. I mean, you have headphones on right now. I don't know if you're about to pull the deck out and start getting busy. So I don't present as such. So she had no idea I was a I was a journalist. But it, that's kind of a gift a gift and a curse of mine as a journalist too. Though is like I know when to turn it on and off, which can be a great thing, especially in some of the places and spaces that I'm fortunate enough to have access to, just because of who I am. But also there is times where you probably could have turned it on and you had some type of opportunity that presented itself, even if it was on the smallest of levels, that you just don't because it's, you know, I'm I'm not here as a journalist. I I don't have a press pass to the Blazer games. I got plug and connection because I've always been that kind of dude. You know what I'm saying? My relationships have always been that type of way. But if I'm not up here with a press pass, Pluggy Bear. <laughs> I'm not, if I'm not up here in a press pass, oh, I ain't asking bear. no questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like straight, straight up. Zip so, it. you know, it's like I ask questions when I got a pass on me. But so if that's I cool. don't, not saying I, I, not saying that I've even tried to get a pass because I haven't, because I'm dude, not primarily I, covering the Blazers. You know what but, I would have asked her, bro? Because I saw her post on Twitter. She said, I, I heard that the uh, Rose Garden has the best chicken tenders. You know what's crazy? And they, I wanted to ask her. You know what the craziest part about that is? I didn't see you. that tweet until after the game. I would ask her. That. And when I met her, we was at the snack what's your bar. verdict? Oh, shit. Did she get chicken tenders, <laughs> the snack, <laughs> Did she get chicken tenders snack bro? snack bar slash bar, whatever you want to call it. You but we were at the concessions. You at the bar where snacks are. I get it. I get what you're saying. Snacks are at the bar. I got it. I'm right here with yeah, you. Yeah, but but – it didn't even click to me that until after I sure. saw the tweet after the game, and I'm like, oh, that's coincidental because I actually met her at the snack bar. There you go. You know, where the that, snacks are. Yeah, where the snacks <laughs> are. At. Where I, so, <laughs> if I was there. <laughs> I should have asked her, are you drinking or thinking? The championship yeah. shot. You want to take one? No, I'm just Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. 
I would take one. But I, she probably would too if I offered it, but I didn't. I wasn't on my toes. I wasn't <laughs> on my P's. I wasn't on my I wasn't on my P's and Q's and ones and twos. P's are going. Give me a two shots at Casamigo. But but what I will say though is part of that again. I speak to that gift and that curse. Part of the access that I do get just because of who I am and not because of what I do does allow me to give better context when it comes to what it is that I do as a journalist that you might not be able to connect the dots based on the fact that I'm not going to reveal my sources, if you will. You know what I'm saying? But just listen. Yeah, and try, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm right. giving context from a place that most people just aren't able to. You know, I've been thinking about And I think that, that too, matters actually. as well when it comes to the work. And that's part of why I've been able to sustain in this work yeah. and in this space because I've never been the dude that looked to be the shock jock. Or I've never been the dude that, that wanted to be seen in the press conferences. I hardly ask anything. I sit in the back. I observe. And, you know, I could probably count on one hand how many questions I've asked in a press and a presser, but I don't know how many pressers I've been a part of and been in. But it's like I observe all things and, you know, again, my connections and the relationships that I just have generally as a person. And this ain't just sports. This is just me. <laughs> like I'm able to make way in all of these different spaces that I make way in in sports, politics, music, DJ, you name it, because of the the connections I have, the people I know and and the advantage I take of the access that I get that makes it worthwhile for me as the accessor, if you will, and whoever it is that's giving me the access. And I've also given a lot of people access over time as well. So, you know, what goes around comes around in, in that regard. So I think the curse is that, yeah, I probably can get a little bit more out of every situation, but that in the more immediate future at least, but I think that has more of a long-term impact, and I'm a long-game player. So that's that's what you get from this journal over here. I'm a long-game player. <laughs> I well, played a long tight. game. That's you know what tight. I'm saying? Just generally speaking, I'm, I'm more into playing the long game and the process more so than, like, getting the immediate bucket but also potentially landing wrong and – you know, not being able to play for the rest of the season. Make the extra pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's that. Oh, man. Let's go to Grammys, man. The Grammy noms were released. And I went on Instagram, actually. Hard pivot. Hard pivot out of basketball. Again, we just spitballing today. It's just, whoops. Holiday season. It's cold outside. We got too many games to prepare for in the next however many hours. And so we're just chilling, having a good time behind the mic. But the Grammy noms came out, and I'm obviously not getting ready to sit here and go through each and every category. But there are some categories that caught my interest, and I actually went on my Instagram story. And for the, 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 the categories that I cared about and had interest in kind of made my little prediction, if you will. And I say prediction in the sense that who I believe should win, not who I believe will win. And I think that matters <laughs> contextually because there's some award, I mean, nominees that I think should win in particular categories that I don't think really have as much of a chance to actually accomplish that based on who it is that they're up against. But at the same time, based on how I've perceived work over the course of this last year that has led to us being in this place where Folks are nominated, folks that I'm interested in, invested in, whose records I spend, so on and so forth. I decided to just go and, you know, spitball 
the categories I cared about and what songs I think would win with that. So let's start with record of the year. My, that was where we immediately had a dispute, you and I. Talk about it. I mean, the, uh, to me, the two songs that matter are Doja Cat Woman uh-huh. and About Damn Time Lizzo. And that's that. I picked About Damn Time Lizzo. And I personally believe that Woman had way more impact. But we listened to them both in the car, and it's pretty. <laughs> I mean, both of those songs are killers. The folks are nominated for Snipers. a reason. So let's start there. We're going to nitpick. <laughs> Um, I think, yes, while I do think maybe Woman had a little bit better of a vibe, I do think Lizzo's record was more, is, um, it's a little bit more for everybody. Like, I think any and everybody, you can, you, it's more, um, it's like a utility record, if you will. Obviously, on the highest of levels, but you can use that. You can use both records in that way. But I just think more so the about damn time record just works in any given place or space. Where I think it's a little bit more on the niche end for the woman record, but not really because again, they're both nominees for record of the year. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of the times in the Grammys, when you're talking, at, at least recently, with the fusion of R&B and, and like... Genre blending. Yeah, sure. Uh, like, if you're going to use live instrumentation in your production in like a, you know, like a live band way, or sort yeah. of like a big sort of new uh, band orchestration, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to come way more correct and way more musical in order to, in my opinion, get you up to like a level of where people are performing. Yes, like Dami and JD Beck's record, for instance, like yeah, that, that it's that's what people are bringing. Right. There's guys like Anderson. There's guys like Thunder. There's guys yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Glasper. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. Now gospel is is being folded into and like to, the the you know the regular the bland. plain <laughs> view. Yeah, and so you got to come way more correct than that. But I also think that th- that that's still that type of music playing is still put up. In the pantheon of like it's the greatest shit going right now, but the the but like the after effect of that is production from people who are making music, like say just on like beat pads, like producers and stuff. Yeah, they don't get put in the same sort of like musicality yeah, yeah. space as those dudes. For sure, you know what I'm saying. For sure, and so that's why the Lizzo record to me is like, well, I've heard that done this year, way just in a in a more nuanced sort of way yeah and then the, the the production from woman which is like jadena did that right and it's all beat pad set like i think that it deserves to be into that what's well, his it's music you know what i'm saying like yeah, it's yeah, musical. yeah 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 so yeah. and that's what the grammys are the, you feel me no but, i get what they're not that they're, they should be but that. they're not that but they, they should be don't, that. they that's still why don't I... take into account the value of that and put them on the same play even even though we have seen a lot of I'd say more than ever, like, but see, but see, along with that, you, that you, fit that you bill. solely speak from a production regard, and I hear you on that. But vocally, Doja Cat can't see Lizzo if you account for the fact that Doja Cat is a much be- you could it's call Doja Cat a better well. rapper, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's but, vocals, but see, that's what I'm saying, though. No, it's but not, no, we're but not, see, but 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 I mean, but, that's what I'm saying, but that to me, that's where it starts because it's like, oh, so like yes, that vocals isn't as valuable as that vocals, and yes, I don't agree with Yes, I think if you're vocals, vocalist, but I, 
especially now, you have to be like it's all on the same look because the best artists in the game are awesome rappers and they play multiple instruments for sure and they produce and they can sing their for asses sure off, I, I, and they dance i'm not saying and they're the, fashionistas well, so it's like who's a better you, I, i've never seen doja cat perform but i've seen a lot of lizzo performances and she gets busy i mean i don't know why but on <laughs> my twitter feeds busy. from time and again i'll see performances of doja cat where she's dancing and twerking i don't know why that comes across my feed yeah but i see it i figure and then yeah. and then uh, she looks good again. Though no, I, I do she agree, I do agree. Can, can Doja Cat sing and rap? Absolutely. Is Doja Cat a complete artist? Absolutely. Again, we're talking about the best of the best here, but I'm talking about the particular performance and the range that Lizzo showed with ease on the About Damn Time record. When the, in the breakdown, she does go pretty crazy. She, she goes crazy. <laughs> she I'm, really I'm does. not talking about. She really does. I'm bro. talking about these two. In particular, in these records and the performance that Lizzo put on vocally on About Damn Time is not something that anybody can just do. It's not something that I mean, it's fine. something that Doja Cat can't do. And that's in sure you could say Lizzo might not be able to spit a verse like Doja Cat, but do I know that? Huh? I guess I don't know that. I've never heard huh? Lizzo sit at like hot ninety seven freestyle. Huh? <laughs> that would be hella hard. Uh, especially if Lizzo amongst, sat down and did a hot ninety seven or something. Especially I'd be like, amongst all, right. all the other shit Lizzo can do, great. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's multi instrumental. You know what I'm sure. saying? So I'm it's saying, like, named huh? I don't know. And I'm I don't think to... Doja can hit the range and, and can hit some of the notes and perform vocally no. to the extent that Lizzo did singing. No she doesn't have that power. No, and way. that's what I mean in that regard. For sure, that's a good matchup, actually. Lizzo it's and Doja. Yeah, we're talking about record of the year versus. again. It would be yeah, a hell of a versus. It would be right off the bat. Absolutely, it would. It would. Let's see. That was a record of the year, album of the year. I had. Un Verano Sinti from Bad Bunny. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that that's probably, it's definitely the most popular. Like, his music is the most popular, so there you go. I, admittedly, I haven't heard much of that record, unless I have, and I don't know. And to be fair to Bunny, I haven't checked a bunch of the, like, Latin awards. I've, I've checked for Bad Bunny, obviously, so, because it's Bad Bunny. And I think I got a little bias when it comes to Bad Bunny because I'm out here in these streets DJing, and there's nobody that's getting requested more than Bad Bunny right now, man, for the, all the right reasons. Like, again, we're talking about album of the year finalists, so everybody is is top tier in, in regards to who it is that we're talking about right, right now. These are Grammy nominees, but it's like Bad Bunny, I think, has his album – and just him as an artist has been more impactful than any artist in music this past year. And the fact that he's he doesn't even have a song of the year nominated and he doesn't, you know what I mean? It's like I'm giving him the edge, obviously, for the performance and the production, but also the feel that I have in regards to where we are socially. His project, to me, had the most impact. And I tell you, there's not a night there's not a night when I go out and DJ and I don't get a Bad Bunny request. And I see all, I, I don't DJ at a bunch of different venues, but I'm at a venue, it's a hotel. So I got a different crowd coming in every weekend. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, it's the same regulars and it just a, happens to be a place where you're probably going to listen to Bad Bunny more than you'll listen to whoever else. But at this particular venue, I'm at a hotel. It's a touristy spot, and there's so many. I never see the same crowd every night that I'm there. Yeah, I think I'm going Bad Bunny for album of the year. I won't. I won't argue that. Titi me pregunto. 
<laughs> okay. I know I did that all wrong, and I wasn't making fun of him. I like the song, damn it. But I, my Spanish just got to get a little better. Spicy That's all. P. Who did you have for album of the year? I go with this. I I I'm, I won't dispute that. I'm not really making. I don't, dude. I don't trust the Grammys, bro. This is why it's about you. It's not about the Grammys. I'm again, and that's why I said who I think should win, and not who I think will win. So that way we can just put all of that aside. Also, my Wi-Fi is being goofy. In we are two dudes that listen to I can't see a lot of music. You're a musician, no, so I, I want to. I'm, I'm admittedly, my, in your admittedly my Wi-Fi is going goofy right now, so I can't see the nominations. So. Okay. Yeah. Um. Here we go. Album of the year. That was that. We just did that. We agreed. All right. Song of the year. That I will give Beyonce. Break My Soul, I do believe, was the song of the year. Yeah, I believe that was the song of the year this year. And even though we all know Beyonce had a great album, and she was one of the album of the year nominees as well. Yeah, she had, to me, her album. Beyonce's nominated quite a bit. But to me, her album was so great because she had a lot of singles on there, if you will. Um, It's like. Yeah, everybody's going to give Beyonce the hype because it's Beyonce, so she deserves it all in that regard. But to me, that album was more so either unless I really rock with the record. Unless it's a LeBron situation, bro. You know, there might be a LeBron situation. Yeah, it's kind of, it yeah. It very well could be, and I'm yeah. not trying to, because it's like, it, it's. I mean, how many times past have we seen Grammys go by where Beyonce just dropped an album and you go, well, there goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood, and she's, she's one of them. Everybody she, up. She's one of them. So I'll give her that. And, and I got so, her but, one. And but, I'm not going to name feel, all but, the other eight records. But it don't that feel like nominated. that anymore with her. So it's like maybe. Yeah, that's why I gave Bad Bunny album of the year. I'll give her song of the year because Break My Break Soul my was crazy. Yeah. Um, best new artist. Now, this one, I went Domi and JD Beck. I don't think yeah. they're going to win at all. I think Lotto's going to Lotto probably going to scoop that one I up. I think Lotto's yeah. going to scoop it's that one gonna up. probably going to be Lotto. I, but for me in particular, I think... It sucks because they've been around for a minute now. You know, they've been playing if you're, like, listening to, like... Lotto has... Lewis most Cole. people's story, you can say that, though. Most people have been around for a minute before they get to the point of being considered... Sure. ...a best new artist at the Grammy. So I think that's kind of a common story I there. I don't know. Lotto's hasn't really... I mean, uh, she's I mean, young. We don't know because we wasn't around. You know what I mean? Like... Lotto been outside. Lotto dad was from like I've listened to Lotto interviews. Lotto was born in it. it okay, if yeah, we're I mean, being honest, I guess, like, I guess I just Lotto was kind of born in it. But if you don't know that, you just don't know that. And I don't be, know that hey, about everybody. But it might be early signs of me getting old. So and that's fine. Yeah, I, I do think I'm that like, maybe I'm getting old. Not too I'm many like, people that gets to the point of reaching a to? Grammy. Grammys don't happen overnight. <laughs> essentially, is <laughs> what, what I'm getting kids up at. to. Grammys yeah. don't happen overnight, so no, I do. So I do believe that there's a lot of people that's been around that the Grammys anyway, they just got to Grammys. Lotto's status. gonna get that. I agree, yeah. but I think but Dummy and JD Beck is is who I want. I think they should win it. I think their their project not tight was an absolute masterpiece. I'm talking. I'm talking Beethoven. Tchaikovsky type of a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, they're modernized version, of course, but it it has a lot of classical elements to it. And I'm talking about elite, elite, elite yeah, musicianship. They're, they're brainiac kids. Yeah, they're like super, like, like it, 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 super it, jazz kids. It gives you know? me modern yeah. day Beethoven, Tchaikovsky, with a little bit of genre blend, with a little bit of again, just overall modernization and, and, and collaboration with other artists, and you know, it, but it gives me that vibe. Um, this one was a little tough. Best dance electronic recording. 
I'm going with Kate Trinata intimidated with her. But it's some I mean, good records in that category. I, I yeah. I think Break My Soul is obviously in that category too. And I already chose that as song of the year. So it's hard to be like, oh, it's gonna win song of the year, but not whatever. But that happens. I mean, people get nominated. Uh, Tyler won best rap album of the year last year, but Kanye was in the overall general field of album of the year. And he didn't even win in his own category of rap album of the year. And I thought rightfully so, because I always thought Tyler's project last year was better than Kanye's, than the Donda project. And I'm on record saying that time and again, even leading up to the Grammys. But the Grammys are weird like that. But I'm going with Kay Trinata intimidated with her. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Best dance electronic music album? I'll give Beyonce that. I don't even, I, I don't think I've listened to any of the other stuff there. So, I mean, Beyonce is going to win others. some stuff. Yeah, I think she's she, going to win some I stuff. I think she'll it's win just best. It's not going to be like a the gang big, of them. Yeah, I think like she'll she win best it. dance electronic music she'll album. She'll get two. Best contemporary instrumental album. It don't even matter. It's Dummy and JD Beck again because, like I said, if you listen to it, you know it is an absolute masterpiece. And I, I will be honest and say I haven't really listened to the other best contemporary instrumental albums that were nominated, but I'm going with that one anyway because I, I believe in that project that much. Best R&B performance. Here's where it gets interesting. I'm going hours and hours by Money Wrong. I agree with that because that song is just From the the moment I heard it. I was talking to my friends in the group chat the other day, and from the very first moment that I heard that record, I text in the group chat, and I said, yo, the one. this is going to be Grammy nominated. The very first day I heard the record. And they like, they like, it's a good song. But like, and this is before it, it was, the challenge was, the hours and hours challenge Ch- was yeah, happening. Exactly. But we weren't at the point where it was too much and it got played out. It was still early enough in the process to where it was like, I'm like, yeah, this is a Grammy. And we didn't really even know her that well as an artist prior to that record that was almost kind of like her breakout hit if you will clearly she's being nominated for grammys now but that song what she did with that record the vocal performance the lyricism the soul the just everything that's the best r&b song in the last year to me yeah it's good it's really the best good. R&B song. And her whole project year. was nice. Yeah, her project was nice. She's good. Yeah, she's yeah like, like, we've discovered something now with her. But that song in particular was crazy. Best traditional R&B performance. I actually chose Keep, Keep On Falling, Keeps On Falling by Babyface and LMA, but I don't think it's going to no. win it. Um, who I do, I, who I actually think sneakily is going to win that one is Snow Allegra, Do For Love. Sneakily, I think I think Snow is gonna sneak one out, and that's I mean, where it'll I think happen. Plastic off the sofa should get out of that. I yeah. do believe that by Beyonce, that's the one that should get there because yeah. it's got that it's got that Clark sisters sample, like it's got so many yeah. elements of just like for sure. And and she rips on yeah, that. Song. She does rip on that song. She does oh, work on that. I'm gonna listen I really, to that when we're done. I'll tell you, that's my pick. I, I Classic pick, off the sofa is my favorite song off of that. Record. I think the reason Damn, why that's a good. Song. I think I the reason why I pick keeps on falling though is because I do believe nah, that that album, which was which was here. released 
which was I'm talking about the album as a whole, the baby, the new Babyface album, um, Girls Night Out. I do think it was released after the deadline of the this year's nominations, if you will. So it had to be released. The Snow before Allegra the joint? No, I think the Snow Allegra joint is going to win. No, what you I'm said? talking about. I'm sorry. What did the, you say? The, the record I picked was "Keeps on Falling" by Babyface, but that was a single before the actual album dropped. Oh, but yeah, now yeah. that no, the yeah, album no, 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 has sure. dropped, I, used, I, I think that's a top two R&B album this year. It's really good. I love that album. <laughs> no, but you're right. That yeah. song was out for a while it was before out, that album. Yeah, yeah, it was I remember a listening to it. Um, yeah. Best R&B song, I'm rocking with Money Long again. Hours and Hours. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go ahead and say that. Yeah, too. I think she's I like I that PJ's in there, though. I like that. I PJ, always love PJ. I love PJ always PJ. deserves to be there. It's I PJ. PJ. I, now, I will say, you said... Plastic off the sofa was your favorite uh, uh, traditional. Mine was Cuff It from the moment I heard that album before the Cuff It challenge oh, and I all had of a that. Favorite on her, yeah, and yeah. that is the best R and B song. So I had a little bit of hard time with this one because while I do say again, Hours and Hours is my favorite R and B record in the last year. Cuff It on that phenomenal project was the f- song immediately when I heard it the weekend that it was released. Cuff It was the one for me, and Cuff It also I think works yeah. where I DJ at. And so I kind of knew that as well. And now Cuff It is taking off with this whole TikTok challenge, if you will. Best progressive wow. R&B album. I'm going with Steve Lacey, Gemini Writes. Yeah, and he will win it because his ascent, I mean, the TikTok conundrum. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it that, matters now, man. It matters. And, it might, and people are like, you know, you see people on the internet being like, Oh, this is a problem, and I get it. I get it, but yeah. hey, it's a factor. It's a factor. You can't yo. deny it's 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 a factor. So just get factor. with it. Steve Lacey, a pretty good project, but I think, you know, even Court. I like seeing Corey Henry on there. Operation Funk was a great record. I mean, I like all of the music on that. Yeah, category, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't yeah. really care who wins. Yeah, you were big you on know? this Terrace Martin project yeah, too. Drones. I, yeah, Drones is good. I mean, Terrace yeah. Martin's great. Yeah, Ter- Tank and the Bangers is one of the best. Tank and the Bangers, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Everything on that list is sick. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it tough, doesn't even matter to for me. For sure. Someone's and then, again, get, we're talking Grammys here. This is yeah, elite that, level that's stuff. That's actually a really put well put together category. Yeah. Whoever did that, that's they, good. They one. smoked that. They yeah, smoked that. Absolutely. Best R&B album. You got Chris Brown, Chris Brown, Breezy. You got Lucky Day, Candy Drip. You got Mary J. Blige, Good Morning, Gorgeous. You got PJ Morton, Watch the Sun. And you got Robert Glasper, Black Radio, Black Radio 3. I'm going with Black Robert Radio. Glasper. Black yeah. Radio. Musicianship unmatched. And if you've been listening to like Robert Glasper for a long time, like yes. you want you know that this was this yeah. He dropped a hammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did that. He dropped a hammer, bro. He, yeah, Robert Glasper. And I although I think that might be underrated, an underrated pick for people that yeah, aren't see, heads. I don't, I don't know, man. If you I aren't a, a lot, music dude, head, a lot of people are heads. Yeah, a lot of people are heads. Especially <laughs> like, in this space, you, look, in the recording look, academy space. Like, I don't give a damn what yeah. you say about the Grammys, and they do have their faults, but like that should be evidence enough to be like, okay, there's yeah. some, some people, people are paying attention. Are people are paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of heads out there, especially in the recording academy. I agree with you. Yeah, and you can't, and you, and you don't, and you don't want to. You know what I'm saying? You never, never approach your audience like they don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to yeah, give yeah, like yeah, the yeah, in, yeah, intellectual yeah, yeah. respect to your audience for sure. Um, best rap performance. I'm going with FNF by Glorilla. You got yeah. I I mean God did by Khaled. God you got. Did. You got Vegas by Doja, though. Vegas by Doja is a sneaky one. The fact that it even snuck in, I mean. Uh, Doja. 
It's Doja, but that one is a sneaky. It's a good that one, one is I'll a. To it today. Um, you got Pushing P by Gunna, who I think Pushing P actually would have won if Gunna wouldn't have went yeah, down. That's such a great. Um, <laughs> the Heart Part Five I don't have for Best Rap Performance. I got honestly that that's what probably will win. The Heart Part Five I think yeah, is, yeah Kendrick I think because is it's got that it's got that political. I mean it's just. Now, for best melodic rap, I gave the hard part. Oh, no, I gave Wait For You by Future um, to win that one. It was Die Hard was the Kendrick record in that one. And Wait For You, Tim's, what Tim's did on that Wait For You record was just out of here. It was crazy. People still hum that. I hear people humming that all the time. I'm going to wait for you. I'm going to wait for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that's what I picked to win that one. Best rap song, I gave the hard part five. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's yeah, see. We I can't got see a damn thing. DJ Khaled got did for best rap song. Future and Drake and Tim's wait for you. Gunna and Future pushing P. Jack Harlow, Church Hill Downs, eh. and Kendrick <laughs> Lamar. The hard part five. I'm going with Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. I, yeah, I mean what he did. The visual with that record, like he the 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 meaning that we got and he's how gonna win one of those. Two. The rollout that that record was for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers was crazy. When you really think about it, I like, was there. I saw him in concert at the Rose Garden, and it was amazing. Did he perform the Hard Part Five? No, of course not. <sighs> See, but but he got nominated for best rap song. I bet you that um, best rap album. It was Future for me. I never liked you, even though. I think Kendrick probably wins. Yeah, see, uh, that's the one where I'm like, see, Kendrick's probably going to win that. Kendrick's probably going to win. man, it's You got almost. DJ Khaled, God Did. You got Jack Harlow, Come Home, no. The Kids Miss You. You got Pusha T, It's Almost Dry. It's Almost Dry. Rap. Album. Rap with a hard P. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. But I like rap. So you know what I'm saying? Like, That's what do you want me thing. to say? Yeah. I, I like it. It's it's That's fun. The thing. That's the thing. <laughs> um, and then best gospel performance. I'm going Maverick City and Kirk Franklin, Kingdom. Yeah, I I I just listen to Maverick City. So. Maverick City is just dope to me, and that's part of the reason why I, I chose that. But I also think, obviously, it's a really good record, too. Um, but Maverick City's out of here. They they just went on a phenomenal tour together as well. Um, you know, Maverick City and Kirk Franklin, they 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 tore the country up on tour. Um, but those are the ones that I cared about. I'm in. I like that. I, it's gonna, I mean, I, I used to watch the Grammy. I think a lot of people, especially our age, Grew up watching the Grammys with our parents. Yes, for sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And I think that that's a, that's a, I mean, maybe, I mean, I don't, I, I'm trying to think, like, do my grandparents really watch the Grammy? No, nah, it was really like my mom. Yeah. That was like, yeah, yeah. let's watch these. We watched them. We, we sat down them. and watched them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We for I sure. That. We that was watched a thing performances. in my house, Yeah, you know? award shows were big definitely a big deal at the crib, for sure. So, mm -hmm. And that's why we obviously talking about it here on the podcast. Blame our parents if you thought we were going to be talking about the NFL. What? You be talking about what? That the Blazers <laughs> are the best in the world. Oh, and Dominican Sue just got picked up by the Eagles. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, He's about to bring that. a ring back to Alberta Street, baby. Uh, yeah. Let's Portland go. guy, huh? Portland guy. Guys trying to go where they can win. That's right away. a great place for him, bro. Yeah. The Eagles just are getting beef busy. it up and just go get one. Yeah. The Eagles are getting busy. I think that's all we got for today. Yeah. Free BG, always. Free BG, man. Free BG. Come on, man. Free BG always. Um, again, we got a busy, hectic weekend coming up. Eight games, so I'm not about to 
talk y'all more than we've already talked y'all today. And we're keeping it light as well because, um, yeah, it's been election season. It's been politics. It's uh, It's been a lot of heavy stuff going on in that yep. regard. And every once in a while, we can just say we're we're shutting it off. Yeah, we're I have chilling. to do that all the time in my day-to-day work with the intense yeah, work that sure. I do. You got to compartmentalize. And I yeah. do that all the time in my work. And people like... It's like, yeah, by day, I'm like in politics, like getting to it. But once I shut that off, I'm going to go call a basketball game, a football game to go DJ. I'm going to do something that takes me all the way away from that work right there because I put in the time with it. I don't want to obsess over it. A lot of stuff is traumatic. The news can be traumatic. The actual work can definitely be traumatic if you're out here really doing that. So- I I compartmentalize, and so sometimes we'll compartment. I can't compartmentalize. See, I know the you. word. We gotta rest. We need to rest. We gotta rest. We're gonna go work. compartmentalize. Yeah, compartmentalize. Go work. Compartmentalize. I do know the word. Yeah, we're gonna go. But work. um, and then see our yeah, family. Everyone got, should do got, the same. We got just get we back got, to work. We got a lot to do. So um, and on that note, we're gonna leave y'all the only way that we know how, and that is to stay woke and go, go win. win.